Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them because it is the Spoiler Cast. My name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my sister and trusted co host, Rebecca. Hello! 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 <laughs> and in this episode, I'm, I don't even have a witty intro for this. We're, yeah, no. yeah, we're gonna talk about Babylon. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a, that's we, a precursor to we, the entire uh, discussion. Because uh, no. yes, we went into this. Well, we, we went to the movie thinking, yeah, this is gonna be epic and grand and fucking fantastic. And we walked out going like, this was a waste of three hours, yeah. three plus hours, three plus hours. Yeah. So this is technically yeah. for us. It's a 2023 release. But for basically yes. everyone else, it's a uh, 2022 it's... release. So I can I can say this is not not the worst, but it's one of the worst movies of 2022, and it's definitely the worst movie of 2023 so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was I mean, wow, it was terrible. Yeah, I I I'd heard that it was not up to. <sighs> with his other movies like this was his worst movie so far um yes the the, the director uh what's his name uh damien chazelle damien chazelle yeah. um That's how you say it. and i was like sure but he's only made like he's made nothing but bangers before this whiplash one of the greatest movies of all time la la land one of oh, the greatest yes. movies of all time first man yeah really good movie <laughs> i suppose <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> um, so I was like, sure, maybe it won't be like the greatest movie ever, but I think people are just, uh, you know, they've overhyped it and now they're they're now they're disappointed. So I was like, I'm I'm prepared to enjoy this movie, and I did. Yeah. For the first five minutes, um, I, I gotta say it starts with a great laugh. I mean, elephant poop. That's funny. It's funny. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, I yeah. like it. That's funny. Poop's always funny. Poop and peep. <laughs> um, but then it just launches into this non-stop barrage of just excess. Yeah. Like, uh, on screen and, and no. off screen, so to speak. Like, because the movie's like we said, it's over three <sighs> hours long. It does not have to be three hours long. No, God, no. As we sat there, I was like, this this is the longest outro of a movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It ended like 15 times. Like, and they just kept going. It's like Return of the King. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, dude. I, I'll give it like the first hour was fine. Sure. Second hour was like, yeah, okay, we get it. Kind of over it, and then third hour is like, yeah, end, end, just just end, please, no. Finn, like stop, like cut to black, but no, never happened. Well, eventually, but you know, an hour too late. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was like I think it was like thirty minutes before the before the title came up, which was a, a very a very oh, short lived yeah. trend last year of having having the the title of a movie come up like. Way, way into the movie. If you remember, um, uh, Drive My Car didn't have the title card until like 53 right. minutes in, and that was like a two hour movie. 
And then yeah. I refreshed did the same thing where I think it was 40 minutes into a two-hour movie before the um, the title card came up. I don't know. People was like, "Oh, it's so it's so cool. Yet. It's so it's so different." And then not no other movie did it because what does it matter? It's yeah, stupid. What does it matter when the fucking title card comes up? You don't even have to have a title card if you don't really yeah, want exactly. to. But this one did it as well. But here it was kind of funny because the title card comes up. Everyone's seen the trailer. The first like um, the first yeah the first 40, 30, 40, 30, 40 minutes is that the party that you see on the tr- on the yes. poster in in the trailer. And um, uh, the the title card pops up just as everyone everyone the the main characters are leaving the party, um, and there's like all these big revelations right at that moment. Fuck it, it's spoiler cast. Margot Robbie, Margot <laughs> yeah. Robbie's character, uh, she gets her her big break basically. Um, and um, what's his name? Diego Diego Calva Manny. Also, yes, he just kind of. Falls into the movie business by the way of Brad Pitt, and that's where the or Jack yeah, Conrad, Jack Conrad. Yeah. um, and that's where the title card pops up, where these two these two fresh faces in Hollywood just their dreams become true. They become part of the movie industry, which is what they're talking about when they're doing cocaine in that room. They kind of because yeah at the yeah, party they're not really invited to the party. Uh, Manny. Well, Manny kind of works there. He's working, but he's not invited to the party. And uh, Margot Robbie, no. uh, Nelly Leroy, as she called herself. Yeah. Um, she's crashing. She's crashing the party. <laughs> but they're both, they both want to get into the, you know, the movie business. And they both do yes. at the end of that party. And of that's that what, party, like, yeah. Babylon comes up. And it's like, hey, great. End the movie there. And it would have been great. Uh, yeah, that, that sort of. Like a whole, it's, a, it's like a microcosm of of uh, the the 1920s Hollywood, like it it, it represents everything, yes. the excess and the the debauchery. So oh, much I, happened, and you know what was fun in in movie making back then, because that's also yeah. what the whole movie is really about. It's about um. <sighs> well, it's about the development of film. Yeah, development of filmmaking, but more like. N- not just, but a big part of it is like the decline uh, of of Hollywood, even even back then. Yes. Because just like we talked about, um, I think we talked about it in the last episode. I think about Megan. We talked about the waves of horror movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hollywood has kind of gone through that as well. You had this 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 decadence and creativity in the twenties when when film was still new, when it was really like starting to happen in the tens and the twenties. Um, mm-hmm. and you could basically do whatever you wanted on, on film. Um, but then, yeah, but then the thirties came, first of all, the talkies, which was a whole new thing, which then, yes, in a way, in the beginning, before they managed to understand the technology, it did stifle film. It did. Just like we see in the movie. Well, yeah. Um, yes. because nobody could talk on film <laughs> all of a sudden. Um, and all the, te- all the technology <laughs> was so shitty. So it really, it really hampered filmmaking. But then also that happened more in the fifties, but it also happened. It happened in the thirties as well. You had this like <coughs> this wave of morality coming in and kind of stifling creativity as well, and that's kind of what we see, of course. Uh, that's what with Mogarobi's character because she's so wild and free. Yes. So she doesn't fit in to the new Hollywood that's happening in the thirties. Um, and the fancy pants. Yeah, stuff. exactly. <laughs> um. And and I, I, so it's it's really like it's both like 
um, a love letter and a bit of criticism towards Hollywood and the filmmaking industry. Um, not just how it was back then, but kind of seeing as it is now. Because then we had... Sure. Because that, that wave of, of morality kind of continued into the 40s and 50s even. But then we had a new wave of American directors, you know, in the 60s and 70s. You had uh, Scorsese and Dennis Hopper and uh, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, mm, uh, yes. you know, all those people. Um, uh, you know, creating this new Hollywood. And we had this wave of... That's why everyone talks about the 70s having the best movies. Because, mm. you know, they kind of rejected the old Hollywood. And it, it was also this... Um, there was this whole sea change, of course, um, which... Quentin Tantino brings up in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where, you know, um, the mood kind of changed after the killing of, um, damn it, what's her name? Margot Robbie in that movie. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot her name. Something. I know what you mean. It's, um, well, Sharon, Sharon Tate. Tate. Right, Sharon Tate. Yeah. Um, and how, you know, that was kind of the end of, there was the end of that, uh, the, 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 the swing in the 60s. Um, and then we got, yeah, we got the more, the, the more. The glamour, so yeah. to speak, right? Yeah, which was part of the. F- it got a bit more gritty and. Yeah, real. which was part of the 50s, of course. You know, the, 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 the carefree, yeah. but kind of, you know, moral filmmaking of the 50s yes. and 60s. And then we had, yeah, we had the 70s, which was, you know, this wonderful creative era of film. Then we had the 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 horrible eighties, where sure we have a lot of we have <laughs> yeah. a lot of good movies, but we have a lot of good like easy movies. Like there there are no yes. I mean of course there are, but like the the big the big movies everyone remembers from the eighties are like Back to the Future, Star Wars, uh, E. T. Uh, I don't know what else. Fucking Teen Wolf, you know. There are no like big heavy movies that people really remember from the 80s. It's all light entertainment because that was the time. Yes. Um and that kind of yes. continued and uh, you know into the 90s uh which you know and then a lot of that was in the horror genre and just declined. It was terrible. And now we're kind of back. It's kind of swinging around. After we'd had we've had this horrible subwave of uh, cape shit movies, you know, Marvel movies. Um, yeah, we're we're getting like we're getting deep and dark and heavy cinema yeah. again. There's still some lightness and an easy. Yeah, it's always going to be that. Course. But you know, it's always yeah. going to be that. Yeah, I, I, I'd say. But they're they're quality they're, cinema is coming raving back. into. No. Yes, I mean we saw it with with Pig. For yes, yes, God. <laughs> ah, still my favorite yeah. movie of I don't even know what year <laughs> that was. Twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um. For yeah, for us it probably saw it in twenty twenty two to be honest. But. Um, uh, so that, that that's really what this movie about, and they just they, I think they chose the twenties because it was more fun that way. It's, yes, it's more. It's a bygone it's more, era. It's more uh, mythical yes. almost. Yeah, and you still when you think of the twenties, you think of the glamour and the the crazy parties and you know the Gatsby style yeah. stuff. Which this movie obviously does have some of it, but it also has the very uh, gritty and dark other side of it, I suppose. So you get to see some, some, some real stuff in in the way with the filmmaking, how that was. Because I I learned a lot ah. about how I don't know yeah. how much it's, it's actually true, but like I got like a more I've never thought of the way they had microphones or like camera boxes and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. That's- 
I never thought of that before. Because <laughs> I, I don't have that interest, yeah. to be honest. No, but it, yeah, that's uh, that's how it worked. Yeah. But, but the, and I can understand why that was restricting. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but about, like, like, so, so the, 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 the message here or whatever, the theme, the story is very, yeah. very, very simple. It's just like, ah, yes, how, how great, it was, it was the best of time, it was the worst of times, basically. Um. Yeah, we get it from three different perspectives, yeah. basically. And, uh, and, I mean, we were, we were, we were sitting there. Uh, whispering to each other and basically just pointing out like, oh, now this is gonna happen and now this is gonna happen because it was also yes. for me like we knew exactly what was gonna happen. It's a rise and it's a yeah. rise and fall story. Like, um, uh, like the the party has to end eventually. You know, all the, that whole thing. Mm. I mean, I don't know. You you pointed out some something. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what it was. Well, you pointed out. Towards the end, there were Margot Robbie like, now she's just gonna disappear, and she literally, literally yeah. disappears into the darkness. Disappears yeah. into darkness. And be- just before that, I was like, because Brad Pitt, you know, he's kind of sad because his his career is ending because he people don't like him when he talks in movies. Yeah, he he got he got a really like uh, um, what's it called? He's not he's not a great send off. He's just you know sort of disappearing into the crowd. Yeah. Almost being laughed off stage, yeah. which is terrible. Sure. <laughs> and then he's like, he he's talking to uh to the 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 Fei who uh, the the Chinese the Chinese yeah. lady who was like a big a big deal behind the scenes in in the twenties, but they you know she didn't fit into the new Hollywood, so they had to fire her you know earlier in the movie. And it's like, oh, she's yeah. back now doing something else, and they talk about the old days and blah blah blah. And then he just walks up to his hotel room because they're in the they're in the foyer drinking. And you just see him like walk around, and the 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 camera stops outside the. Door. Even before that, when he's walking up, I was like, "Yeah, he's going up to kill himself, right?" Yeah, we we both said we're like, "Yeah, he's gonna." He's yeah, gonna it, was, it, so it was. It was just so. It was. <laughs> it was predictable. Um, it was uh, honestly for for all. Something I did like about. It, I mean, it was beautifully made, like on a technical level. Yes, like, all the sets. All the clothing, the music, oh, yes. even though the music sounded very derivative of La La Land, you could, you could definitely <laughs> hear that it was. There's, I gotta check though. But there's a there's a point to to the music that I wanna like oh? talk about more. Well, the music specific isn't specifically the thing. However, the silence plays a big part in this movie. Okay, what what do you mean? Did you any time there was um. A significant moment where someone realized something, where someone like got to a point where this is this is where my life changes. It got deadly silent. They turned off all the music, all the background noise. You could only hear the people in 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 view, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or I think at one point you could hear the phone call only, and then the person who's in in on screen. Yeah. So they kept doing that whenever. Something like enormous happened. Often a sad thing, or like semi-sad at least, not like happy stuff. They would just turn off everything. It would deadly silent. And that was a nice touch because it became such a a jarring difference to all the other noises we had throughout the rest of the movie. Sure, yeah. Because whenever the movie had stuff going on, it was a lot, a lot of people, a lot of sound, a lot of visuals, a lot of everything. But then, as soon as he got real and deep, it was often just one or two people and silence. Yeah, well, 
that's not really unique to this. No, no, no. But they did very a very sharp cut between every single time. Okay, I <laughs> like it went from a hundred to zero in like point one second. I, I didn't I didn't notice that, um, but I just looked it up. They didn't do it too many times though. They did like I can understand doing it once or twice. They did it like five times. Yeah, and that, towards the last ones, you're like, yeah, we've seen this now. Yeah. You can stop. Like add some mood music or something. Just dead silence got boring after a while. It was impactful, but rep- repetitive. Yeah, is that the word? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I looked it up. It's uh, Justin Hurwitz who made the music. So the same yeah. guy, right? It kind of it kind of sounded like yeah. like B sides from La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, a lot of that uh, trumpet a... playing. Yes. What was his name? I like that character. That was one of the he few was, characters I actually yeah, well, he, liked. Because he was barely in the movie. Um, he, he was so, <laughs> yeah, he was so much like a... And he kind of disappeared after the first two hours and didn't show up until the end then. But, be, uh, Sidney Palmer, yeah, right? Yeah, Sidney so Palmer was a character. Joven Adepo. Yeah, because he, he was the one of the main characters, so to speak, that kind of... He saw, he saw the folly of, of Hollywood and left it behind. Because he... he they yeah. literally, they literally made a black guy put on blackface, and he was like, "I'm done," yes. and that's when he left, you know, the business, so to speak. And we see him pop up when everyone else, um, uh, Brad Pitt has killed himself. Uh, uh, um, Manny is, is is on the run. He's on the lamb in Mexico, and uh, Margot Robbie, <laughs> whatever, yeah. uh, Nelly, she's just gone. Um, nobody knows yeah. where she is, and he's the only one who's actually still like doing what he loved because it was all about. They all just want to do what they love, you know, acting, making movies, and for him it was playing music. And he's the yes. one who's actually doing it because he he left all that craziness behind. It's like, Ugh! it was so. He he's the yeah he's the the moral here. He's, you know, you, you play cool, you can still do what you love without going too far. Yeah, and it's and it's it's. A, Where's the fun in that? No, but though? <laughs> it's it's about the craft. It's about the love for the craft. It's not about sure, the business. Sure. It's just like yeah, we get it. it was so it's so. On the nose. It was just supposed to be uh, a, 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 the other side. Yeah, yeah, but it was supposed to be the other side, the the comparison to Margot Robbie's uh, or Nelly Leroy's chaotic rise to fame. Yeah. And subsequent end, I suppose. It was, it was, it was trash is what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way. The only, like, uh, yeah. You were asking me. The when uh, when Margot Robbie gets her her first uh, part in that movie when she's dancing in the the, the saloon, yeah, and the the woman who saved her from the street, the other actress comes in. You you kept asking me who's that? Who's that? Because we both recognized her. Yes, I recognize yeah. her, but I can't. <clears throat> I still can't find her in the ta- cast it's list. Samara Weaving from uh, from um, uh, what's it called? Ready or Not. She's the oh, lady who they're right. hunting in Ready or Not. Uh, she's also been in the terrible movie Guns Akimbo. And I guess she was in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. F- but I don't remember her in that movie. Whatever. Where is she? There she is. Yeah. It was just... Yeah, it was an yeah. thing. Oh. And Rebecca kept asking me who... Yeah. who, who, who that, who, who's that woman? I'm like, like where I, the, I, I, where I don't the know. She? <laughs> it's so rec- annoying. No, I but I've seen her, well, her in... So. Um, Red, you're not, yeah. and the babysitter. Oh, okay, that's where yeah. I recognize no. her from. Yeah, she's also one of those people who get like 
for some reason, people are like, oh, she looks so much like Margot Robbie. Oh, well, they both have those. No, she doesn't. Uh, she, they, they both have the eyes. Yeah, I guess. There was a lot of people, though, that I was like, I know that face. Yes. Because I realize now that, well, uh, Olivia Wilde was in this. Yeah, she was je- She was Brad Pitt's <laughs> she played uh, fiance, one of the... the first one. Or wife. Yeah, the first one. And then Phoebe Tonkin was in it. I recognize her from something. Of course, Max Minella. Bunch of his... PJ Byrne. Yeah. Uh, Flea was in the movie as a studio yes. executive. And um, what's his name? Ah, shit. Um... Fuck. The big, the big, um, the guy who owns the, 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 the house in the beginning. They keep talking about him, but they don't see him. Oh, well, well, well yeah. What was his name? Wallace? Wall something? Wallach. Um, Wallach. Hold on. He's a, a Je- Jeff, uh, damn, what's his name? Um. Kaya Gerber's in it. I know who that I don't is. I know who that is. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Garland. Oh right, yeah. From Curb Your Enthusiasm, of course. Yes. Um, and other yeah, stuff. And, yeah, and other stuff. <laughs> so yeah, a b- bunch of people you recognized. Um, yes. So because it's it's that kind of movie. In both big and small yes. roles, we had. I I kept waiting for Tobey Maguire to turn up. He yeah. did. <laughs> Towards the end. Oh, and of course, um, Eric Roberts. Fantastic Mar- role, but still. <laughs> Eric, yeah. Gross. What well, he was gross. Yes. And and there we had uh, another um, famous ah, what's his name? The guy from American History X who lost all that weight. Everyone's so happy that he lost the weight. Uh, who? The guy who takes the money and keeps uh, keeps I... spitting everywhere. Spitting. Yeah. Oh, Ethan. Yeah, Supli? Ethan Suplee. Yeah, exactly. Suplee. Yeah. So yeah. My name is Earl. That's oh all right, I my name is Earl. Yeah. <laughs> and ball rats. Yeah. Ha ha ha! You dumb bastard! It's not a schooner; it's a sailboat. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite lines of all time because he says it's like an eight-year-old. <laughs> he just he just laughs. So he's just so happy that because he's you, you've seen the movie, right? Mallrats. He's looking yeah. at that 3D painting ages yeah. ago, though. But he's looking at those you know those 3D paintings. Yeah, where you're supposed yeah, yeah. to see a pattern. And he says, you're supposed to see sailboat, but I can't see the fucking sailboat. And everyone else keeps seeing it. And then this kid walks up and is like, oh, look, a schooner. And he just looks at him like, oh, <laughs> he's so happy that he saw the wrong thing. And he just says, like, you dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know what this movie was? Not funny. Not funny. It had like I, a few I did, dumb I did jokes. Laugh a couple times. Like I said, the elephant pool was funny. Yeah, yeah, I didn't uh, it was find very that funny, funny though. But I don't, I don't have that sense of humor. It was, it was very funny. Um, there was some other time. There was more like, oh yeah, when when Margot Robbie starts puking everywhere, that was funny. There's a lot of bodily fluids, which was yeah. funny, except for um, the Mexican lady in the beginning peeing on the big fat guy. That was just gross. Yeah, and then dying. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, I guess she died. Um, that wasn't funny. That was just gross because he because he liked it. And that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was weird. Too weird. Yeah. Too weird. <laughs> um, um, I did like like a lo- all of the performances were great. Yeah. There's no really c- complaining about it. It's a shame that Margot Robbie keeps getting uh, casted as this dumb blonde Jersey girl who just wants to be famous and liked by everyone, but everyone just humors her for a while and then hates her. 
Like, we've seen that now. Can you stop putting her in those roles, please? She can now obviously act. <laughs> like, stop. Well. That's all I can remember seeing her in, which is annoying. I'm just looking at whatever what else she's done. I mean, yeah, she's good. Well, yeah, I guess it's the same kind of character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, yeah, sort of. Su- <laughs> obviously, Street, Suicide Squad. Suicide Wolf Squad, Wolf Street, Birds of yeah. Prey. Birds of Prey is the same character, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's good in Bombshell. Have you seen Bombshell? I don't know. I've actually seen it's that. It's the yet. one where, you know, a group of women. I know, I know which one it is. I never watched it, though. She is good in Mary Queen of Scots. I, I like seen her that one. Queen Elizabeth. But I, I. She does a completely different thing there, which okay. I like. Yeah, I really, I really like Bombshell. I think that should have gotten more attention than it got. Whatever. Um, yeah. She does the same in Focus, basically. She's oh yeah, Fo- I haven't seen Focus though, man. She's in. You haven't seen Focus? No, why would I watch that? What? Will Smith in 2015? Yeah, yeah. Come on, oh I yeah, Will that. Smith in 2015, exactly. <laughs> he, he was kind of passive. For for me, Will Smith kind of lost his his um his thing after um uh, I Am Legend. That was his last like good part for me at least. Huh, that might be true. After actually. that, he, I don't know. He picked the wrong movies over and over again. Uh, he did do um, um, uh, Men in Black 3, which was surprisingly good for the third Men in Black movie. Uh, um, wait, geez, I was watching his pr- uh, producer shit. I don't care about producer. I mean, other than that, I don't know. He did. King Richard was good though, but that was, that was last, last year, year right? Yeah. No, twenty twenty one. That was yeah. okay. But he's done like. Oh yeah, that's true. He did a yeah, lot like of Hancock, shit. Seven Pounds, After Earth, uh, Concussion, oh, Suicide Squad, Collateral, Beauty, Bright, Aladdin, Gemini <laughs> Man, Spice in Disguise, Bad Boys Three. I mean, you see, there's like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, you just picked the wrong movies. He over did and over try, again. though, with with King Richard and Emancipation. But I, I think yeah. feel that was his, King, like, I'm gonna go good acting again. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, because <laughs> you mentioned focus. Just quickly, King Richard was good. Um, It wasn't it wasn't oh, great, yeah. but it was good. And that, no, But then I've good. heard that Emancipation is just Oscar bait bullshit, basically, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, oh. uh, back to Babylon. You know why we're just talking about other stuff? Because there's, not, there's, not, no, Babylon there's nothing was, else to say. There was yeah, nothing there's nothing it. more to say. No, I said when we left, I had like two or three things I liked oh, about right. the movie. Oh, right, yeah. You didn't want to talk about it yesterday. You wanted to wait for now. No, I yeah. wanted to say it, but I did it now because it was the silence. I liked the silence the first couple of times. I thought that was impactful. After that, it was a bit annoying. Okay. Uh, but it felt, it was like, yeah, this is this is cool. It worked for a few of them. I loved Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie's performances. Fantastic. And uh, Diego Calva. I don't know where I've seen him before. I think he did a great job. And I liked um, like the, the feeling every time they were on set in the beginning, before they started developing everything, when it was just silent movies. I liked that. The feeling we got, the chaos and the, the urgency with everything yeah. because, you know, they had to chase the light. They they didn't care about all the noise so they had an orchestra on set. Oh, Loved yeah. it. That was yeah. fun. That was, that's what was fun about making movies back then. Yeah, those three were the three things I liked about this three-hour movie. <laughs> but even with those things, 
I always, I was, I don't know. It, it's it's very subjective, but it's it's hard for me to to uh, to like sympathize or like characters who are complete fuck ups. Like like oh yeah like, no no no. Margot Robbie's character was so frustrating. So frustrating. It's like she's a she's a moron from day one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, she keeps she keeps like like she's she's first of all she's entitled. Oh, Very yes. entitled. Even though she, even though she can, I don't know if she should be she, though. No, she shouldn't be. Sure, because she comes from. She nothing. backs it up with with having yeah. good performances at least in one movie. Oh, when she become she be, oh, the whenever she works with that that lady yeah, director, she does become a star. So Who, by the way, she just disappears. Were were f- women directors in the twenties? Yes, was it thing? was different. I, I never it was thought different. of that. Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, cool. one of the most famous directors of all time is from like the '30s, uh, and she's a lady. Unfortunately, um, she made propaganda movies for the Nazis. But still, Leni Riefenstahl, oh. one of the most famous directors of all time, right. made some of the best movies of all time. Cool. You just have to <laughs> ignore the Nazi stuff. But she made wonderful <laughs> movies, like when it comes to the visuals and everything. Yeah, you just kind of like no, block I out liked- the Nazism. The the uh, the dynamic between Nelly Leroy and the female director, which I have no clue. Did she have a name? I think so. Ruby something. I think. Once again, she kind of she kind of uh, pops whatever. up in the movie and then she just disappears. Yeah, she's in like for two f- shoots. Yeah, but then she just disappears. Yeah, because she doesn't love her. Whoever she is, like she didn't fit into the new yeah. Hollywood. You know, the patri- no, the patriarchal not. Hollywood. Oh. Oh, I don't think that was a thing they wanted to highlight, though. Uh, I hope not. Yes, it was because that's the, what that's what oh. it was. You know, that's why she disappeared. No, no, not specifically that, but you didn't see any other female directors after her. No, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Um, but it's also like, like, yeah. So she, she's just. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. You know, people partying and being hedonistic and doing all the drugs in the world but I also just like I probably wouldn't hang out with people like that you know because it's, it's, yeah, it's just no. not my crowd so they're kind of annoying to me because I'm it, it might be fun like once no, a year it, it, it wouldn't even, <laughs> but that's just because I'm introverted I, cu- I couldn't I couldn't be a second in there I would die literally die if I was in there in that party in the beginning <laughs> I couldn't do it I couldn't I, I... Um, well as soon as the elephant walked in I'd probably walk out yes. Um, Jesus Christ! But then it was uh, yeah, and then so, so, so like there was never this, and I understand that's part of like what made what makes it like fun and exciting. Like they it was just partying all the time and then showing up for 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 your shoot and just giving that that ah that performance and then you're done. You're a star. Like I get the allure of that. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I I would I I prefer characters like Sydney. Um, what was his name? Sydney, the the trumpet player, Sydney, Sydney Palmer. Palmer, who actually cares about his craft. Exactly. Like even if if uh, Nelly Leroy was a fantastic actress, we, we saw that in the first like proper scene she gets to do with the she can turn on and shut off tears like it's a faucet. She can like dance and then go into emotion in snap of a finger. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she only did it because she wanted them to like her so she could get the money. And she didn't feel like she wanted to act to act. She wanted to act for the money. Yeah, and the same thing with Brad Pitt, Jack Conrad. Like he, constantly yeah. drunk, not giving a fuck. 
Um, I mean, and he walks onto set to film. Literally, they, they're shooting this giant uh, medieval epic, and he's in the movie, yes. uh, at least from what we see, of course. For one yeah. scene, Raleigh does. He walks up. A, he walks up. He he. No, no, no. That wasn't even. I know, in the but scene. she walks into frame, <laughs> kisses a woman, and that's it. I mean, sure. That was probably the last shot yeah. of the movie, though. But but that's and that's what we see. And I understand, like, and it, 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 they capture this magical moment, of course, because the yes. the sun is setting. They're setting off uh, the, the butterfly. The, the butterfly that lands on him. They're setting off <laughs> these uh, the cannons in the background because the war is still going on behind him, and all that. And like, yes, that's the that's the beauty. That's the magic of cinema. But he yes. was he was blind drunk doing it. He didn't act. He didn't do anything. He was just a pretty face. Um, yeah, especially because there was no dialogue in it. Exactly, so he literally yeah. just had to be a pretty yeah. face. And, uh, like, we didn't really see him care much about the craft of acting other than, oh, now I just get to do shitty movies because I'm a has-been. He, yeah, he wanted to be liked. That's yeah. about it. So I couldn't really sympathize with those characters. Just, no, they were, sh- they no. were kind of shallow. Then the the only depth they had was like, oh no, my friend died, and I'm a has been. Now I'm sad. And in the end, yeah, but it's still, still, he just he like the way he replaced people. Any anyone could be replaced except for George. Then, yeah, of course, because George was his true who friend. Who died off screen? He was screen. the first one who told me. Yeah, he was the first person to what I said. He was the first person to tell me I had talent. Yeah, exactly. But then. <clears throat> You didn't though, yeah. <laughs> did you? And then, and then Margot Robbie, who, um, yeah, she didn't. She basically got by on her. She looks. got by on her looks, and she couldn't fit into the high society of the thirties, uh, nineteen thirties Hollywood, which is okay. Um, yeah, because she she was a hick. Yeah, I'm like oh, uh, um, she was vulgar then, and, and, and unladylike. But then she couldn't back it up as an actress. Like they, no. she was terrible in the talkies. Everyone making fun of her squeaky voice, which is kind of funny because she has a very nice voice. I think at least. You know. Yes, but she I mean, does. No, no, no. She does the have a nice voice. Supposed to have a squeaky voice. Um, but we also we also know well, that they, with, they, talk, she they the... talk very differently in movies back then. It was all about this. Hey, because you know you had to talk like that to register. Like they showed us. It had to be kind of yeah. It had to be kind of monotone. You can't really do too much fluctuation because then the mics would just fuck up. So. And she was, as a Jersey girl, you know, they're very, what's it called? Melodic in how they speak. Nasally, squeaky. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but there's a lot of like high yeah, school. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so, and, and instead of them, I, I understand that that's part of the character, but instead of actually working yeah. on her, uh, 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 what's it called? Addiction or infliction or whatever the word is. Yeah. Working on her voice with a voice coach. Speaking. <laughs> um, no, she just kept doing drugs, gambling away all her money to Party. the point where she owes yeah. like this crazy gangster $85,000. And then she comes knocking on Manny's door, the guy who's actually made something of, of himself. He's a studio executive. That's ba- yeah. basically, except for the owner of the studio, that's about as high up as you can get in the, in the, um, on the ladder, so to speak. She walks yeah. into his life. Uh, and just like, oh, I, I need your help, man. You're the only who, who, I'm the only one who believes in me. I need eighty five thousand dollars, or they're gonna pour acid on my pussy. <laughs> I was just like, what? Yeah, she's a toxic friend. Yes, 
Um, and he he has to throw away his entire life and career because she fucked because up. And the worst part is she's uh she's uh she's just leading him on. That too. Because yeah, they meet in the beginning, um, and they do all the cocaine in the party. That's how they how they <laughs> yeah, become yeah. friends. That, but yes. then after when she explains, I am a star. I'm not going to become one. I'm already a star. Yeah, they, they, have, like, they yeah, have the same ambitions. Yeah. But then yes. they in the movie, they literally see each other like three more times. And for... Yeah, and it's always been like a year or two in yeah, between. But for some reason, he's still willing to throw everything away because te amo. Te amo, Nelly. <sighs> te amo, te amo. It's like, Why? Because she's a pretty girl who noticed him at yeah, that one party. But then you have to show us that in the movie. You can't just have three scenes in a three-hour movie where they didn't really no, have I'm that sorry, much chemistry. She doesn't love him, though. No, that's why she just walks no, away in the end. Kind of, that, yeah, that's why we never get to see them together, because she doesn't care. Whenever he sees her, he's just enchanted by her looks and her, I don't know... Blonde hair, I suppose. Yeah. Eh. I mean, she's pretty, but Jesus she's Christ, very dude. pretty, but... Well, in this movie, she looks kind of haggard. I guess that's yeah. part of <laughs> yeah, the character, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, she's still oh, pretty yes, for an, an addict, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sounds weird. <laughs> heroin chic, as they called it, like, 15 yeah, years ago. Almost, yeah, almost, yeah. Oh, no, that's more. That was the 90s. Oh, it was. Dude. I thought it was like mid-2000s. Yeah. Nah. Anyway, no, 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 no. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, so, I mean, like, 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 yeah, everything, everything falls. This movie was much about yes, nothing. <laughs> it was, everything just falls flat for me. Except for, like, the, yeah. the cinematography, I suppose, and the set design. Like, no, but even like sometimes the cinematography also got a bit like yes, yes, this is we've seen this now. This is getting repetitive. They had like patterns almost. Yeah. Got annoying towards the end. Yeah, and of course it ends. You know they fast forward twenty years because in the end, um, uh, yeah, Manny and Nelly are gonna leave uh, Los Angeles because she owes the money. Um, and yeah, because you know they fucked up when they try to pay the the, the Tom McGuire weirdo off, you know, back with fake money. Which I told you as soon as I saw it. Like, yeah, that's fake. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then we had like a fifteen minute runtime of things happening before the the Tom McGuire character realized, yeah, oh, they're fake. Where they are, like, yeah, we they know, are, dude. you know, where they are figuratively, but also literally descending into hell. Ooh, showing the dark side yeah. of it all. Ooh, oh my god. But what was he said? No, you can't party in LA anymore. But this is where yeah. the real party. Welcome to the asshole yeah. of Los Angeles. It's like they had a, um, cage fights and uh, some well, they sort had, of. They had like uh, slaves uh, down there, and you know, uh, yeah, they were like locked up in cages. What's it called when you have like porn with people who are like get like amputated and shit? Amputee porn? There's not a. I don't think there's a specific. Uh, you, you, no, there is. I don't remember what it's called. It's weird. But I don't know. It's mentioned in, in American Horror Story. Okay, Circle. yeah. I, I don't watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> That's why I remember there's a name okay. for it. Sure, sure. I... I... <laughs> yeah, because that's what I watch. Dude, no, fuck's sake. 
they had like freaks and stuff. It was yeah, weird. and then of course when they got and then to the, the dude who the, ate yeah, the, the, the 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 deepest layer of hell, there was a guy who, who if you gave him money he would eat a live rat. Ooh. It's like uh, why was that the weirdest stuff? I don't get yeah. it. Also, I thought that was Bautista at first, but no, 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 he not. was too big. <laughs> Bautista's old man. He does. He's not that big anymore. Yeah, no, that's sorry, true, that's sorry. True. Um. Anyway, um. So yeah, so they run away. After after uh, Manny almost gets killed by like a hitman or whatever, he's like, yeah. "Get out of here, leave LA, and never come back." But he comes back twenty years later, um, and he has he he has Just... a wife and a daughter, and they walk up to the old studio where he worked, Kinoscope. And he's and he's look at it, and the the guard comes up and like, "Oh no, we're just looking." Like, I used to work here, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, like twenty years ago. Now I run a little radio store in New York. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then he's just walking by himself. You know, his his uh, uh, wife and daughter. They go off to buy some ice cream or whatever. He's like, I'll 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 see you later. And he walks into the cinema and watches Singing in the Rain, which is of course a movie about. When movies started using sound, Very, and we and yes. you know they referenced singing in the rain earlier in the movie, but like I I think we pointed out a couple of times where it's like this is like singing in the rain, and I haven't even yeah I haven't even seen singing in the rain, but I still was like this is like singing in the rain, right? <laughs> yeah, um, and he he's watching. He's like, oh my god, and it made him remember everything. He remembered how wonderful and glorious it was, and he starts crying in the cinema. Oh, it's so and beautiful. that's where the weirdest scene in the entire movie came. Yeah, because... Well, you started seeing clips from other movies. Yeah, and there's, like, these, uh, you know... And colors, colors Blending shit. and becoming darker, which I see... It's like... I think he's supposed to be, like, both the good and the bad, you know, how, how, how the, yeah, sure. the colors... Eventually, they go from bright, beautiful colors become dark and darker and darker, but then it still ends on a happy note when he looks up again. Just like show like yeah, but it was once it again. Was, once again, it was the worst of times. It was the best of times. But it was so weird to have. Or did I like imagine it? There were clips from like Avatar. Yes, and shit. yes, because it was it was it was supposed to show that like you know the magic of cinema. He it's it's not that he saw that. It was just it was a me- no no no. I get it. I get it. It was for us. showing that like yes. the past is present. You know that kind of thing. Sure. We're, it's, it's still it's, freaks it's me still, out. To it's be still happening to this day. We're like we said, waves, waves. Yeah, 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 it's the same thing. But it freaked me out. I thought it was. so I weird. thought that was the best scene in the movie because it felt like a Stan Brackage film. Because <laughs> he, he, yeah, because sure. he, he only does. Or I guess I don't know if he's dead. Maybe he made like little shorts where he like took um, thousands or like hundreds and hundreds of frames and just painted them in different colors. Or put oh. or put like uh, moth wings on the 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 film, and then just uh, ran it through a um, uh, a projector. Yeah. Okay. So it was just colors flashing or wings flashing. Cool. Yeah. It was it was art, you know, art art film. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, art art. But it's yeah. it's fun. It's cool. Um, I was like, oh, that's I wrote that in my letterbox. Like, I love the one minute before the end where the movie became a Stan Brackage film. I like that. But the re- rest was. I liked it, but it freaked me out at the same time. Yeah, it was time. weird. Because it, it felt... It, it, I, I thought I was, like, hallucinating <laughs> or something. <sighs> I don't know if the flashing lights fuck with my brain. I don't know. And it was like, it, it, they were like... They were, like, recapping the film in that last, like, two minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. It was like, just really hammer home, like, yeah, 
There was some darkness there, but my god, ain't film magical? Because that was also the whole thing. We we yes, we love movies. Like, oh my god, that's also very. That's like, very. That was the one thing. That's very Oscar bait to make a movie about the love. My love for cinema. Love yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. Um, that was the one thing I liked about uh, Brad Pitt's character that he, he felt like he. You know, he kind of liked the development of movies, at least. Even though he obviously didn't get much benefit from it, he still appreciated sure. it. And he was like, even though he needed some convincing, I think it was the, uh, was it called, uh, what was her name? Estelle, I think? The, like, writer or... or uh, oh, the journalist, journalist or yeah. Or Eleanor. Yeah. She, like, explained to him, like, even if whatever's happening now sucks for you, because, well, your career is dwindling... People are going to be able to watch you in 50 yeah. years. Babies born in 50 years will watch you and feel like they're living life through you. Yeah, which was also very yeah, like, ugh. That was, that was very, ugh. But it was also like, yeah, it's true. That's the whole reason I like movies, because I can live vicariously through them. Yeah, <laughs> but he doesn't benefit from that, so. No. That's no. why he kills himself. But it was a nice sentiment, I suppose. Oh. Even though it Obviously, it didn't work for him. It wasn't enough. But that was also that was also one of those moments where just, they were just like, "That's the magic of cinema." I was just like, oh. Yeah, like it's dumb to put that in a film because we're literally watching a film. Yeah. We know, like, we're doing that. You don't have to tell us. Do you know a movie that did that much better <sighs> last year? I guess technically this year here in Sweden, unless you find it no. online. Wink, wink. Um, the the Fablemans, <laughs> the new. Uh, oh, I haven't, I haven't watched oh it. Oh my god! Don't don't spoil it. It's on my list. I know we have to. I have to watch it. I know. I yeah, know, it's no ma- it's no masterpiece, it. but it's a great movie, and it's it's about the love of cinema without like shoving cinema down your throat. It's beautiful that way. Yes. And it does it in under three hours. Believe it or not, you know, it's still <laughs> yeah. like two and a half hours. But still, you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a little bit better, a little bit. Yeah, little but it bit. also has a lot else going on. Like there's, there's, uh, you know, wonderful, deep, layered characters, and you know, there's relationships, and there's ups and downs, and there's family dynamic. There's yeah. stuff going on. It's not just stuff. Yeah, there's 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 sub- substance yeah, to this. Exactly. Stuff. It's not just it's not just glitzy fucking noise. It's not just glitzy surface shit. Which is what this was, and I, yeah, and it's really, it was all very pretty. That's yeah. the thing. It was just pretty. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic. I've said it many times before. It's not my quote. It's uh, it's from whatever his name, the Nostalgia Critic. I know. I'm. It's sad, but still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty pictures <laughs> plus lame story equals pretty lame. That's that's what this is. It's pretty yeah. lame because it's lame. It's 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 just it's just surface. And that's yes. it's that sucks extra. Because it is Damon Chazelle who wrote and directed this. Like, the guy has made two of the best movies of the last century, I would say. Whiplash and La La Land. And First Man as well, great, but it's not I'll on the same level. I'll agree with Whiplash, at least. Oh my, you don't? <laughs> I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as uh, entranced by La Are La you Land. I like me? it a lot. It has, that movie has one of the greatest endings of all, it's, 
It's in my top three endings of all time. Oh, the ending is fantastic. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. The whole movie builds towards that ending. That's what I love so much. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I, I did. Oh my god! When he's when he sees her in the club, and he starts playing that song, that longing song. Yeah. That that they both, you know, connect through. That's when they saw each other the first time, and then they start dreaming of the life they could have had. And then he finishes the song. Uh, I'm just covering my eyes. I'm going to start crying. Um, and they're just looking at they're, they're just looking at each other without saying anything, and everyone else just keep, starts applauding. Oh it's a great. It's the greatest thing. I can watch that ending over and over on YouTube, and I start crying every time. It's the greatest ending of all time. It is so fucking good. Sure. sure. Um, and that entire movie. Oh, if you want to talk about a movie that really captures the magic of of you know the industry of cinema. Oh, that movie. Even though that's more, you know... Oh, yeah, that movie has she, a much better storyline than this. Yeah. This, for Christ's sake, But they yes. both do the same thing. They talk about... um, Wanting to be... Well, bo- Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, La La Land. Wanting to, be, Life. wanting to be part of that. But also that there's sacrifice there. Which makes it a lot more la- yes. layered and uh, introspective and interesting than this. I think it also works better because La La Land has a, too much. It's a t- the, the cast is too big. There's too many people who are in focus. There are too many names you need to remember. And too many names that keep popping up and faces that cross paths. And like, for Christ's sake, I know like it's a small world and all that, but Jesus Christ, yeah. stop having fifty thousand people. Meeting up every single year, all the fucking time. Can we like cut some of them out? Well, that's uh, yeah. I that's what I mean. This is is. This... I don't understand why some people would give this like a hundred on a Metascore. Has it actually? I I haven't even looked at the it reviews. It has two. It has two one hundred. It's it's um it's a sixty though in a Metascore. Yeah, I saw them. Um, I, yeah, I saw that, but I haven't read any reviews. It also does have two twenty fives, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm. But it's it's. Um, I mean, one of them is actually saying exactly what we did. Basically, the rap is. It's a hyped up cocaine conversation. No, con. Yeah, conversation of a movie throwing out lots of ideas and images and mammoth set pieces without ever amounting yes, to anything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. I I told you just before we started recording that I have not actually rated it uh, for my letterbox no. yet. I have. I, I I simply could not bother. <laughs> I uh, and I'm definitely not giving a high score. This is not enjoyable. No, yeah, exactly. Which is a shame because the way it's built up, the 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 promotion for it, the trailers for it. Unfortunately, most of it's taken from that first party scene, which is fantastic. Yes, it was fun. That's what I say. Like that, that that amount of like um, uh, noise and and confusion works in one scene. We don't need an entire movie. Yeah, for exactly. It. Like I said, like that's a, that's a it's a great microcosm of the entire movie. Yeah. So when the sh- when Babylon pops up on screen, like oh, that's the movie. End. We didn't. Didn't, didn't, uh, was it me or you who said, like, oh, this is where it should I, end? Yeah, it was me. I was like, when that I was came like up. hey, credits, yeah. roll. Yeah, I gave, I gave it one, one and a half star. And I wrote, well, I liked that minute, like I said, just before the end, when it turned into a Stan Brackage film. 
Um, the rest was bombastic, melodramatic, but well-produced garbage. This is the this is the first yeah. movie in five years that drove me to drinking to dull the pain. <laughs> yeah, I we 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 uh we walked we separated, separated quickly, <laughs> and but but I had to wait for my train for a little while, and there was uh, a one bar open at the train station, so I I bought a beer. I would have I would have oh. bought another one, but my train came, so I couldn't. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I have to like forget this. <laughs> See, I don't know exactly what I'm rating because, like you said, it's it's well produced. I'll give them that. It's ninety nine percent perfectly acted. Like I have no real issue with any of the acting. It's fantastic. Yeah. Most of the like sound and music were fantastic as well. The costume and all of that, gorgeous, amazing. It's the script, I yeah. think, that is the main yeah. issue. And it ruins it completely. It ruins the experience completely. Because yes. sometimes you can look past a bad story if you have pretty pictures. Here you can't. No. The story is so loud, or the script is so loud, and it it's the, drowns out the even louder music somehow. And it's the director <laughs> who's written it, so you know, like... Yeah. Sure, he's probably, like, having to cut corners here and there. But, you know, in general, yeah. this is his vision. Yes. He wanted this from the guy who made Whiplash. I don't know, like he wanted this. I'm not <laughs> sure what he was trying to like. What was he trying to do? Did he did he succeed? Is he happy? I don't with know. This? I'm curious to know that. Can we can we <laughs> call him up? <laughs> yeah. If anyone has any connections, we would love to have Damien on. I mean, in general, to explain no, this. In, I mean, in general, I love <laughs> him as a as a as a as a filmmaker, but yeah, I don't understand uh, his vision here. I don't get it. it for me, it's terrible. <sighs> Sorry, I read uh, the first trivia on IMDb. Oh? Said that Emma Stone was originally cast in the lead role, which uh, is then the Nelly McRoy. No, McRoy. Um But it, she couldn't do it. Com- it was conflict with production, blah, 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 the scheduling and shit. Uh, so then Margot Robbie replaced her, and the role was reworked to become more fictional in nature because it was originally supposed to be based on Clara Bow. Bow. Who's she? Some old oh. um, it girl from the she was in wings twenties I suppose. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which sure, but I don't know if Emma. Yeah, Emma Stone and, and Margot Robbie would have played completely. Yes, yeah, exactly. Basically. That's why they reworked it. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> A lot of it's obviously based on stuff they've seen in movies from the 20s, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Singing in the Rain is literally, <laughs> like we yeah. said. Of working with it's Margot just... Robbie for the role of Nelly, director Damon Chastelle said, I needed someone utterly fearless. I had a sense she would attack it. There's a sort of ravenous physical bravado to her. On the other hand, she is also the most technically skilled thespian you could hope for, hope to work with as a director. Yeah, but we really only see the the fearless attack part. We don't really get the thespian part. Yeah, not really. No, I mean, not in this movie. <laughs> We've seen it, but not in this movie. Ah, look at this! 
Damien Chazelle pitched this film to a producer in 2009 before he was really anything in the business. Oh. He had written like a couple of scripts. Um, <clears throat> uh, who thought it was who thought oh, it was so a bit is... ambitious for the filmmaker at the time. Well, yeah, he did, however, like the idea of the yeah. film's relationship with music and suggested Chazelle try writing a musical. And so this film idea would ultimately become La La Land. So yeah, so this is just his like fever dream startup, yeah, which he wrote when he was young, like, and and now now he has yeah, the, the money and the clout yeah. to make it. Uh, maybe he shouldn't have. So he went yeah, all exactly. out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a script I have that I wrote when I was like in, I was I wasn't even in high school yet. It's a super super weird pretentious uh, script. Um, which uh, it's it's one of the few I've ever finished, and I was so I was so happy with it, but like reading it now, it's pretty bad. Like, if I would make that, like, if I was become famous and like, oh, now I'm gonna make this movie, like, that would be my bad. It would be terrible. Like, but I can see that. Yeah. And he should have seen the same with this. It feels like you know. But I guess I just found an answer to my question earlier about the female um, director. Oh yeah. She, the, Olivia Hamilton was the actress who played her, uh-huh. by the way. I don't know. I, I didn't recognize her from something specific. But she was based on Dorothy Ar- Arzner, Arzner? Uh, I don't know how to uh, pronounce that. The only woman uh, director in early Hollywood who, um, due to restrictions of early talkies, it's said that she was responsible for creating the boom pole as she asked to put a microphone on a fishing rod in order to not restrict actors' oh, movements. That's good. Yeah. That's cool. Sad though that they didn't depict her properly in this movie. Then, if they just wanted to like add some more history into it, why not yeah. add that? Well, no, because they had to show Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie drinking and dancing and doing drugs. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Honestly, like, I I think we should just quit. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm still a little bit like, am I giving you this a one star or like one and a half at least? I give one and a half. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even get A for effort for me. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I liked, I liked the. Yeah, I liked <laughs> the acting. <laughs> That's mainly what I liked. I did like the visuals, but it was a bit much. Yeah. But I mean, even for me, like, the acting, I mean, it was... By, it wasn't phenomenal, but it was good. It, it, maybe it was by design, but it felt very, like, hyper and over the top. But, I mean, that's I think it was to, to be, um, you know. Yeah, I, I think it was to make us see the difference between them acting in the movie and them being just their characters. Yeah, sure. They had to, like, you know, show us that when they acted back in the days, they had to exaggerate and shit. I don't know. Could be something like that. I will say that this movie is very misleading when you look at the trailers and the the promotional material. Because it looks like one grand party and it's fucking not. (laughs) No. No. Honestly, I'm going to leave it at one star. One out of five. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I (laughs) am. <laughs> and I also think that this is where we round this episode off. Yeah, because I don't have anything else to say. We, uh, we're gonna try oh, no, and find you know a, a fitting movie to have um, 
as the companion well, I'm, piece I'm, where we might obviously I mentioned uh, I more. mentioned actually doing singing in the rain because it's about the same yes, thing. Yes, we did talk yeah. about that. And I like I said I've never actually seen the whole movie so it'd be fun to actually watch it for once. Um but I got to got to point out uh, if anything that's admirable this movie I don't know it for for all how how long and huge and grand it is it only cost Seven eight million dollars. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> only. Yeah, but that's, that's that's basically the catering for a Marvel movie. So at least at least it it wasn't like a two hundred million dollar monstrosity. It was just a no. seven eight million dollar monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, I just found Amanda the Jedi's letterbox review. Oh? It's a very short review. The best movie to feature James James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> she didn't like the sequel, as far as I understand, but wow. she gave it a four star. Like, yeah, this is a good movie. I'm like, okay. Well, I, <laughs> but I mean, I the man carrying thing. He like gave it a five star. He so. did. No. Yeah, unless I'm looking at someone who's made an account that is not him. No, that is him. I know that's. But him. it looks like him. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Damn it, because like. Amanda Jedi, like, yeah, I don't see her. As, she's I don't bit... see her as a great film critic. I'm sorry, because she, no, she's, no, she's, she's part of that sure. that clique of people on YouTube. Yeah. No offense. Uh, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> but man, caring thing. Though damn I, it. He, his, his review says a genuinely bold movie starts off by shitting on the audience and goes down from there. The anti-boogie nights, angry, deceptive, but ultimately bittersweet. Just wait ten years and people will be calling it a masterpiece. Disgusting in a way that isn't glorious. Actual trash. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. But he gave it five stars. That's I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Actual trash, but yeah, okay. I, Fantastic. I, I see yeah. what he's saying, but I wouldn't give that then five stars. No, exactly, and is and you can't give it like sarcastically five stars. I that think that's work. what he's done, though. That you know, the movie's so terrible that it becomes good. Not in the same way, so bad it's good, but like it's supposed to be terrible. If that makes any sense. I guess. But for me, for me, but that is not I, a five star. That's... A five star is is like no. legendary great stuff. Yeah. Anyway, it's now, weird now we're now we're this is now we're just dragging on. We sh- we can't do that. Not with this. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're done. We're probably we're, we are gonna do singing, singing in, the in the rain for the companion piece. So if you wanna, where we might develop our uh, discussion on this, yeah. you know. So if you wanna, if you if you wanna is. listen to our discussion on singing in the rain, check us out on Patreon.com/slash/Don't Make a Scene. There's also at this point literally hundreds of hours of exclusive episodes oh, and yes. commentary tracks and some videos. So, ch- so check that out. And we will see you in the next episode where we think we're doing um, uh, The Exorcist. More Exorcist, Exorcist right? 3, yeah. yeah. Um, so check that out. But until then, <laughs> have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedin and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin and Laura Kinney. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Mom, Dad, Laura Kinney, Danny Del Gaizo, and Mac and Mom.